it's thought about the parsha starts with Shabbos, but even more than the parsha starting with Shabbos. Later on in the parsha, the Sukkim talk about a malacha. It's not clear what the malacha is. So he tells Moshe, "By Yerir Kol B'Machan Aleimor, Ish Risha Ayasu Oid Malacha Lishumas Hakadosh." By Yikolei Ha'Omet Mehavi. So Chazal understand Rashi quotes that this malacha that's referring to is the, the malacha of bringing the, the items to the Mishkan because the the, the mach of, of the of Klai Yisrael was considered a Rishas Arabim and bring it to the Mishkan of Rishas Ayachid so it's considered a malacha to bring it from their, where they are into the Mishkan and they get this at the end of the Pasuk it says don't do any more malacha and the people stop bringing so you see that the, the malacha referring to is the malacha of bringing so I figured it would be, good, it would be a good idea to talk about the um, some of the halachas of Hitzov carrying on Shabbos and then of course this last Shabbos we had the, the opportunity to really get involved with some of these halachas of the Misa because the, the air was down and um, I think in Baltimore the announcement was that the children used the air for emergencies it was up but only used it for emergencies because you couldn't I guess that air was actually, was actually a puzzle um, and, and we we uh, we were hesitant to have somebody try and fix it because one person actually got a slight injury, but one was hurt, got hurt trying. Really? So we just we just said it's you know there there was that and that's it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so some of this I actually said with my announcement Friday night after tomorrow when I went through some of the halachas, but the, you know we maybe we have a little more time to go through that. See what we got. I'm gonna start from the top down, and we're gonna try and see as far down as we can go. Okay. So there's interesting halacha that um, wearing two hats is a problem. If, if Rashi says that wearing two hats, the person wears one head covering, so we're not worried about the person um, having it blown off, walking down the arms before he puts it back on, because he's not going to go bareheaded. If he has two head coverings, he has a yarmulke and then a hat, the hat blows off, he'll go pick it up, walk, possibly walk too far before he puts it back on, so is that only Rosh Hashanah? So the, the Taz says even in a, any place where there's no Erev. So you can't wear a hat and a yarmulke in that type of situation unless the hat is untied. So one eight says, he says if you tie it under your, under your chin. So that's, you know, if you have a cowboy hat you tie it under your chin, it's fine. So I announced that the people should either take off their yarmulke and only wear their hat so then that we don't have this 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 zero. Alternatively, they should just leave, put the, leave their hat and only wear their yarmulke. Um, that's one issue. The second issue, which I mentioned about hats, is that if a hat blows under a car, so a car is a rishos hayachid. So the area under the car, if it's within three tefachim from the ground, is a low-lying car. It's considered rishos hayachid as well. You're standing in a car, unless you cannot reach your hand in and pull your hat out of, from under the car, under the car. You can stick your head in under the car, put the hat on, and then come out. That's not very practical. Um, so if you, so any person who would. I can add an incentive for people not to want to wear their hat home. Okay. Um, and wearing a rain hat on top, which wasn't, we didn't have rain, Baruch Hashem, we weren't grappling with the rain issue. Wearing a rain hat on top of a hat. So this is a famous McCloyke, is what the status of a rain hat. A bag is definitely a problem of a saw, wearing a bag over your hat. Wearing a rain hat, which is made to be to be used with the hat, was McCloyke's remorse held that's considered a saw. Because the rule is anything which is to protect your body is considered a malbush and you're allowed to wear it on Shabbos. Anything which is to protect your, just your garment is not a malbush. 
since rain has space, they're to protect the hat, not the person. Theoretically, you can have a very... Yeah. Oh, um, I was going to ask, just in terms of all the, the double coverings, if you're someone who will wear your talus to shul, and I've seen some people wear, like, either last shop, so I've seen some people wear with the talus already over the head on the way to shul, is that considered a double... Um, uh, interesting question. I'm not aware that it is. Uh, that's an interesting question. I would assume not. That's not a problem. Okay. So, um, other parts can be held that it's not a problem. And since it's made to fit to a certain size, etc., it comes, it becomes bottled to the hat, etc. So, the, you have to ask your local Orthodox rabbi. Glasses are not a problem to wear in Shabbos if a person needs them for regular use. If a person needs them for reading, it would be a problem to wear them. Uh, because they're only Meshavah at a specific time, not when he's going in the street at all. They're not benefiting in the mobile contacts. It would be the same thing. Uh, they're not a problem. Sunglasses, uh, a person needs them for some reason or other. That really, really meeker than the ones in Meshavah a person. Really, they should not be a problem. But the problem is people tend to take them off. So really, this gets to a different question. There's no Gazeris because I was talking about taking off glasses. On a practical sense, you need to be aware of the fact that you might take off your glasses. Okay, I, you know, I... But Chazal did not specifically. So, are, do we make up our own gzeres? So, in general, we don't make up our own gzeres. So, the example where this comes up was gloves. So, one thing I thought about was gloves. Um, the more the more I ever discusses wearing gloves, gloves is definitely a bagot. There's no problem wearing a glove. The only problem is you maybe you'll take it off and walk the lanamas before you because you're going to shake somebody's hand. Well, that's not what it says in Allah. In Allah, discusses. Gloves. One says wear a lot of, a lot of wear gloves. One opinion brought children around. Another opinion says no. There's a gazera. You might take off your gloves to scratch off a kino, which is bothering you. You want to get rid of your lice. That was, I guess, that was this, this the reality of what they were grappling with. Not not shaking hands, but taking off lice. Now the problem is, can we make up our own gazera? The more never discovered such as gazera. So what the first opinion says is you're making up your own gazera. The second opinion says we see the more the more prohibited multiple things because of the concern that people might carry, take it off and then carry it. So do we, we see that, do we see that list as an exhaustive list? And therefore that's it? Or is that, that we, we see from Chazal, Chazal we're addressing these issues, so we have to understand that it applies to our modern versions of that, that as well. So that's Mechleikas. Um, and that's how they understand the Mechleikas in regards to this issue. So in regards to the gloves, I said, we're dealing with, with a Mechleikas and an Isidur Abonon. Yeah, obviously, a person has to be careful. So in a case where it's going to cause a person sar, you can, you, you can be made. The, the Mishnah says that really a person, or the Shukhar says a person really preferably should be Mahmur. Um not wear gloves uh, because of this because of that concern. It does apply nowadays? I don't know, but, but the halacha does give an exa- give, an, give us a, a solution. If you attach your gloves to your to your coats, and that can be done either by sewing it, it can be done by tying it on, it can be done by with a clasp. And those little kids have these clasps which attach it to the coat, so that would be sufficient. And now we, we don't have this zera. Really? Are all the issues of hotel we're talking about in our day and age and vocabulary are they all derivative, or are there any derivative of this? Um. Yes. Um, <laughs> that's a hard question because it's a mechlokes. <laughs> so, uh, and how you're supposed to pass that mechlokes is a very big mechlokes. <laughs> the fact that we are we, we we have an air around these areas means we're 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 similar to opponents, right? Because you cannot make an air around the rice. Um, the Israel was the similar to the rabbanon, etc. Uh, Mr. Burr himself comes out that he would really see it as a, a, a subject, the Raisa, 
and it would be preferable not to make such an error that we do. Mm-hmm. So Nietzsche is very, very strongly upset with him. He says the minute saw was always to make a Reuben in these type of places. So to start introducing now this type of humor he felt was wrong. And he added his own explanation, maybe why we don't look at it like that. So, um, like, it's one of those few times where you have the Mishaburas being machmer and the Hazish being makel, <laughs> right? So, it's interesting. So, I might say that somebody generally holds by the error of that. We hold by the error of the Yishim Lisa Right. But for those who don't hold by the error, they would say it's an Isidur Right. Okay. Uh, hearing aids. The assumption of Allah is hearing aids are, are, since they benefit the person to be able to hear, that becomes something which is functioning for the body becomes, as it were, secondary to the body. It's not called you're carrying it. It's help. It's coming bottle to you. So it's not a problem. The same thing with bike plates. Uh, those type of things. A person has uh, some type of something in which they have braces are attached to your body. That's not, that's not a question. Even these things which come out at nighttime, etc. Um, it's interesting, Allah by scarves. That there's a concern that the scarf might blow off. And uh, you'll pick it up again. Walk That's more actually discusses that case. It says the solution would be that it should be tied on. So if it's if it's tucked inside your coat, it's not a problem. If you're wearing your coat open, so you should wear your scarf in such a way that it's tucked, as opposed to just hanging loose. You know, one of these like they sort of like tuck it in, make a loop, and then tuck it in. The reason why they created that 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 style was to solve this Shabbos problem. They didn't realize that, but that's what they went for. Wearing a jacket over one's shoulders is, is mutter, even though you don't have your, uh, your, your hands on the sleeves. Um, so it comes out the sleeves really are not functional. Um, but since that's norm- something which people normally wear, that's considered I'm aware of wearing it. Marsha had a chumrah, he held um, folding up sleeves was a problem because when you fold up the sleeves, you fold your sleeves up, mm-hmm. walking out with the sleeves folded, he held was considered carrying. Because huh. um, that part of it is not really functioning right now, those extra things, it's just, you're just carrying your folded tough. Um, and so there's, there is a discussion in the case with the more the more talks about there is a case of the more the more says like this let's say I have a, I have a, a talus on and it's drapes all the way down to the ground and I don't want it to get cuts uh, and the the, the, the the thistles and brambles of the road or dirty so I pick up the the towel and I hold it in my hands it shouldn't get dirty so it's also because I'm carrying that part of the talus, even though it's attached to the part of the talus that I'm carrying. Mm-hmm. So there is a, there is a concept in Allah that you can look at the bag as, as two, mm-hmm. two components. Two components. But even so, even for, for the cuffs, part of it is like a stylish thing. Like some people always wear the cuffs like that. Right, okay, could be. So I don't know. So you have to figure that out. Um, a sling is mutter. A person would have it, even though it's not a normal part of it. But right now it's helping his arm stay in position, etc. Um, I'm not going to involve in key pins right now. You know the the, the issue of keys that, that that deserves its own conversation. Um, in general, we're making that women. The, the more I discuss is an issue with a concern with women's jewelry that maybe she'll take it off and show it to somebody. And when she does that, she has it in her hand. The walk the alam is the minute is to be make on that. Um, partial reason. The, Part of the reason why the minigas we make all is because we assume that we don't really have Rosh Hashanah as man as that. Um, so according to that, and that's why the minigas we make all. The person really is mocked around the Arab probably gets involved in a whole slew of women's jewelry. There's a whole simon, separate simon dealing with women's jewelry issues that we saw. Um, so meanwhile, the assumption is that's not a problem. So rings, brooches, necklaces, bracelets, even though while you're walking, I'll say you don't want to see them. But they're considered a tasha for the person, and they're bought to the person, and not a problem. 
a belt is not a problem uh, in your, uh, obviously the, the, a double belt there's interesting halacha that you can wear two coats you can't wear two one on top of the other sometimes a person is very cold will wear two coats um, two belts one on top of the other we, we're, the, the meaning of Ashkenazim is the, the Ramos says to be machmer the Shogunar says it's mutter the Ramos says to be machmer unless you have a bag in between so I have my belt on my uh, on my pants and I put a jacket on I put a gartel on my, on, my, on my jacket I can't put a gartel on top of my belt because it's not really functioning for anything like that a reflector belt is mutter again the way it should be worn as a belt on, over your coat um, what about a case where a person has belts in his coat loops that he's not, he doesn't want to tie his, you know, it's not so cold, he doesn't want to close his coat doesn't want to tie his belt, so he has his belt hanging loose, it's not really, not really doing anything so if it's sewed on to the, to the coat it's not a problem if it's not sewed on to the coat it's just loose so we could look at it as this is how the coat comes, it comes with this belt and therefore it's not a problem, even though you're not using it so it's like the same thing the, the person wouldn't put his arm in the sleeve or would you say no, really this belt is a separate item which when you're using it you're, it's, and then it's, that is part of, your, it's part of your clothing right now you're just carrying your belt around to have when you need it um, so by, by shoes we don't have that problem you, you want to walk outside with your shoelaces untied you don't say well the shoelaces are just, right now the, sh- the shoe is carrying your shoelaces to have them available when you need them it's part of the shoe, that's, that's clear when it comes to the belt, this is a mechleikas Buttons, extra buttons on shirts. That's not a problem. I'm going to get there, yeah. Right, maybe I'll try to get there. Okay. Um, watches. So this is, this is remercious. That's how held watches, watches were, since they weren't directly on the body, are considered a, a garment, and they're for the mutter. Uh, other places were had difficulty seeing it as a garment. The garment usually is made because either it protects the person from, from the, in some way. Um, which it's hard to say that that applies to watch, but the hetero would be that's a piece of jewelry, and there's a hetero of a tachshit. Um, see, it's a piece of jewelry. So really, the purpose of a watch is to tell time. So if you're a woman, that's not true. A woman wears a watch because it's a it's a part of it can be a piece of jewelry for a woman. Uh, for a man, it's because he wants to tell time. He has a very fancy watch. So basically, the the one suggestion the person may have to, to the litmus test whether this is. A, a, is a, a piece of jewelry or not is when you wear it if, the t- if it stopped working so if you would it's a piece of jewelry if you wouldn't it's not a piece of jewelry this is a nice way to carry around your pocket watch that you, you would look at which I mean you can't wear but can't take a pocket watch um, the place the, the, the Shulchan Aruch dealt with the, 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 the yellow star yellow was actually the yellow circle it wasn't yellow it was, they had the yellow circle they had, they, they had a certain, in the ghetto in Italy, it said they had to go around wearing this yellow circle. Mm-hmm. So that's mutter, because it's attached to the baggage, even with just a pin. So therefore, the assumption of the person would want to walk around, this is relevant in the least area, with his medals, right? The general with all of his medals hanging there, that's not a problem. Shoe inserts are, um, they're there, part, they become part of, the, they become functional in the person's walking. Not a problem. There is a if you have an open shoe to wear them, they might fall off and carry them. So that's a problem. Suspenders. I'm very, I'm very, I'm very partial to this issue. <laughs> Suspenders and water. Um, you say open shoe. You mean there's no back? Right. Um, reserve buttons. 
uh, you know, I'll get through in a second. So a person has the hood attached to their coat and the hood is hanging down. Even if it's a, a hood which can be attached or detached. But now it's attached to the coat, it's part of the coat, even if you're not using it while you're while you're walking. So how is that any different than when you have the tallest and you pick up that part of it? Uh, so they are specifically dealing with that part as considered something distinct and separate. Now that's that's where you get this issue. So now, what, what's with reserve buttons? Um, so the the answer is if you have a un on a non-extraordinary type of a button, the regular center button, it's so not chashim, it's bottled to the coat, to the, to the shirt, or whatever it is. You have a fancy type of a button, which you can only, you, know, you have a coat, with this, which, and you're carrying around, they have it available, so it's a problem. You have to you take, it off, you have to take it off before Shabbos. You can't take it off on Shabbos. It's so not. Um, even in the talus, the, the, the interesting halacha is, that if a person, has, a person has to wear the talus in the normal way, so there was... There is an opinion that says, if I take the talus, I bunch it up on my shoulders. That would be a problem of, of carrying it. So we said, so since that came now, that became that standard way to wear it, it's not a problem. However, to wear it around a person's neck, a person would just they bunch the whole thing around their neck. That would be considered carrying. Even if they want to wear it like a scarf, like it's cold. Right, so because that, because that's not the derech how you wear it. How you wear it. Um, a person can grapple with a mikvah towel. A person wants to go to the mikvah and he needs a towel there, so he wants to wrap it around his neck, and then it should function like a scarf. So it said if you would if you would wear it like a scarf, it would uh, it would be mutter. I probably would depend on how large the uh, towel is. If it's too large, it would not be normal to be used that size as something as a scarf. It would be a problem. You mentioned the buttons. What about the like a little um, thing from a shotness lab? Uh, so, into the, they, uh, so, so now, so let's say you have a cleaner's tag, you have a, something with the shotness label, you have other different things that are attached to the garment, so they're bolted to the garment. Um, you have a loop in the back of your jacket to, to hang it on, all type of things that are bolted to the garment. However, there's interesting, the Chai Adam holds that, let's say a tour, let's say you have a uh, loop which holds the button for your, for your, your coat, and, and, the, and the loop tore. Or the, or the button is so loose you don't want to use the button anymore. So right now it's not functional. So here it's somewhat counterintuitive. If you're planning to not fix it, it means it's so insignificant it becomes bolted to the bag. You plan to fix it, it's not insignificant, and it's not bolted to the bag. It's not functional either. So it's not part of the bag. So you're carrying it. The, the, the source for this is a did by a case of a talus, or a person wearing a talus, and again, with no eruv, and one of the tits becomes puzzle. So also you can't wear the talus. So on Shabbos, there's no problem wearing a, wearing a, a garment without four without scissors on, on Shabbos because you can't fix it. So you're an honest on that part. So that's not the problem. The problem is you're carrying scissors. As long as the scissors are part of are, are kosher, they're functional. They're helping the bag. When they're not kosher, they're not functional. So then they're, then they're insignificant. No, they're not because you plan to fix it. So therefore, they're important to you. Mm-hmm. So I'm carrying around my tits to have them available after Shabbos to fix up, to, right, to, to correct my bag. So, so that's that's a fair shidin in that says a person would do that would be chayiv chayiv chatos kilo etc. It's a real hutzah, real bona fide hutzah. So chayyim says so the same thing by the case of the loop. Some say maybe the loop is not as significant as the tits is maybe okay, but the, but the, this idea of of, of, the, of a, a, a button, which I'm planning to fix after Shabbos, would be the same thing. You know, if, if, it's, if it's so loose that I, it's not functional, I can't use it because it would rip off if I use it. So it's not really helping the bag at this point in time. 
So if it still looks nice, okay, maybe it's helping back because of, uh, there's, you can have a button which is just there for show. But if not, um, it really may be a problem. So, but the, but the cleaners tags, those things, those are insignificant. So the price would say, if you if you always are very mocked to remove your cleaners tags, you better make sure you remove it before Shabbos. If you don't care that they stay there, then you can leave them on the Shabbos. Which comes somewhat back to being this elements of counterintuitive. One last point: there's a lot of mishmash pagodim. We say when a leak, a person has to be check his check his clothing before Shabbos. Obviously, it's very relevant when there's no erev. The point is that even when there is an erev, a person should check. Maybe there's mukhs in one of your pockets. The, the going points out that this halacha is because we're afraid if you put it in your pocket, you're going to inadvertently walk out with it in your pocket. That remains true the rest of Shabbos. So this halacha that you cannot, you have to check your pocket to see if anything is there. So if there's an error, the issue is muksa, so you're not, I'm not worried about you putting muksa in your pocket on Shabbos. If there's no error, and the problem is that you have an hour problem, you might walk out, you cannot put anything in your pocket the whole Shabbos. Because of this, this dinner mishmush. You can't put anything in. You can't put anything in your pocket. Don't shabbos. So then you're a locha mishmush. The guy says, because then you once you put it in, you might forget to walk out. You don't just check your pocket. You don't just check your pocket every time before you walk out. You know that that's that's part of what we're afraid of. Over here, I told you to check before shabbos in case you might forget to walk out something in your pocket. So you can't put yourself in that situation. So the guy says you can't put it in your pocket. Don't shabbos. So no tissues. <laughs> um, well, no, you, 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 you